Well, that was started with one program, one course, in 1998 by David Rayside, who's a professor of political science at the University of Toronto. And he is a gay man himself, and he saw that there was absolutely a dearth of um, subject matter and courses at the university. So he started the very first course, and I worked with him at that time. Uh, that has progressed significantly from that point, and it became a center in 2008, and I was the benefactor of that center, and hence the name Marcus Bonham Center for Sexual Diversity Studies. And by that time, it had grown to significantly more courses and indeed was now an undergraduate minor program. Since 2008, that has become a major program for the undergraduate students, plus we now have a master's and PhD program with 50 students. And just this year, we announced the first ever in the world uh, postdoctoral research position in LGBT studies. So in the first week, we got 75 applications for this new postdoctoral position. So that has really put the center on the global map for research in LGBTQ issues. And I know there are, you have lots of interests in that area, and one of them is uh, queer bios. Tell me a bit more about that. Yes. Well, as part of the educational advancement on LGBT issues, I thought um, that there was a lack of knowledge globally and in Canada about the community itself and the history of that community. And so I came up with the idea of creating a Wikimedia website, a biographical website that would um, have the biographies of LGBT individuals throughout the ages, through, you know, throughout, around the world different generations, different uh, ethnic backgrounds and so on, to show that the LGBT community has been here forever. It's just a question of knowing about that. So the QueerBio.com website now has over 16,000 biographies on the website, all of which I have personally written. I've, con I've written every single one of those biographies. They're just snapshot biographies of individuals. Um, and going right back to the Greeks, to today's contemporary individuals. And within that as well, there is a bi-weekly um, newsletter that goes out that profiles different aspects of the community, such as the, um, the history of LGBTQ in the engineering field, or in the sculpture field, or, or painters, or writers. So there's now... Um, quite a collection of short essays that work on specific um, narratives around the LGBTQ community. So it is truly um, a, quite a successful project. It gets over 7 million page views per year around the world. It's available in 62 languages. And 20% of those viewers come from Canada. The rest are outside of Canada. So it's, it's quite an international phenomenon. And in fact, I was contacted about a month ago by the National Library of Congress in the United States that they are now archiving Queer Bio. They regard it as such an important uh, research um, piece that they archive it every evening, every night, to preserve that historical content that has been created on the website. Where do you find time to write 16,000 bios? <laughs> well, they're just snapshots, so they're not authoritative, uh, in-depth, uh, full-length biographies. Um, and it really, uh, you, I think once you start something, the momentum just 
builds on its own. It's like a snowball. It gets bigger and bigger. And having done this for five years now, over five years, those 16,000 biographies have been written, it just accumulates. And um, it's really just based on passion, based on my own creativity and passion. Who are some of the favorite people you've encountered while doing your research? Well, uh, there's so many, it's really hard to to summarize a few. Uh, some books have come out of it, which, for example, one book that I've written is 101 Global LGBT People Who Changed the World. A couple that have come out of that, for example, are Hans Christian Andersen, who uh, wrote a number of fables. I had no idea he was, he was a, a gay man until I found out. And... Um, his story is absolutely fascinating. He he was born just as the French Revolution was finishing, and being a gay man in the closet, of course, at the time, but wanting not to be in the closet, he toured France and saw this movement of um, revolt and, and the rise of the, the lower working-class individual, and his fables not only convey that nature of the um, underdog or the the lower class being able to to rise in and become the you know the princess or the the king but also it was a reflection of his personality as a gay man in the closet thinking that maybe this will lead to some sort of social revolution whereby being um, uh, a gay individual you know, you'll be more accepting in society. You can become, uh, you can advance in society, and so on. So it was, it, it was. There was two elements to his fables, um, which is just fascinating when you read, when you know that bi- bio- biographical story, and uh, and where his fables come from, and how they reflect his own personal life. It's fascinating. It's, it does tr- add totally a whole other layer of meaning to some of those stories. Absolutely, it? it does, an insight, and that's just one small example. There, there's hundreds of examples like that. Uh, I'll put you on the spot. What about uh, any Canadians that come to mind that you found particularly interesting or that maybe you didn't know about or didn't know the full story of before you started the project? Well, one particularly interesting one that I came across is Charles Hill, who is a curator of Canadian art at the National Gallery in Ottawa. And he is personally responsible for bringing the uh, knowledge and awareness of the value and creativity of Canadian Indigenous art to the world, um, Inuit sculpture, for example. And I didn't know about him or um, know how that awareness came about about Inuit art, but it was really came down to him that he was the one who, through his position at the National Gallery, sort of created the profile around Inuit art and so on in Canada and around the world. Uh, now, uh, you've mentioned an author and somebody involved in the art world. Um, what fields do the bios cover? They cover everything. Um, and in fact, many professional fields were created by LGBT individuals. The field of geography, the field of antiquity studies. Uh, those are just two examples that were formed by academics who were LGBTQ. Wow. Um, and... Why is it important that the broader public knows some of these stories? I think it's, it's I, I truly believe that education underpins society as a um, progressive and, and um, informed and, and stable element of, 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 of society, of, of growth, and that education is a critical component to that. And so this really is an educational project 
to create awareness around these issues. And I think the more people know and the more people understand around the world um, the contributions and the um, the fact that the LGBTQ community has been around for so long, I think it just creates more tolerance and more acceptance of, of, of differences and diversity. So that, that it's really an education program. And of course this year um, there's a certain amount of focus on the 50th anniversary of the partial decriminalization of homosexuality in Canada. Yes. Um, why is it important that we know that history in Canada, sort of LGBTQ history? Again, it's it, to me. It's it's um, it creates uh, a, a, a um, an aura of, or a, um, aura of uh, acceptance and tolerance of, of differences and diversity within the country. It um, strengthens our image of being a tolerant society, of being acceptable, acceptable, acceptable of, of differences and different opinions and different uh, sexual orientations and so on. So to me, it's critical in in our cultural uh, development as a country and the way we're perceived around the world. Right now, Toronto is specifically viewed as a center for um, diversity and and promotion of tolerance and and, um, and diversity around the world. So people in South America or Asia or Europe, Far East. Um, look to Toronto right now because of what's coming out of Toronto, such as the Queer Bio Project, but others, other things as well, the Rainbow Railroad and so on, as a center for um, preserving human rights around issues around sexual diversity and sexual orientation. And when you look at a project like Queer Bios and some of the interest that's sparking, um, what would you hope that the broader society would um, either research for themselves or, or come to understand by having some of these archival things available to them? Well, I think knowing a lot of these fascinating stories really opens up the opportunity for the individual to then take risks of their own or experiment on their own or develop um, projects of their own. So I'm hoping that it um, also motivates uh, individuals to of different uh, orientations or of different um, opinions to to take advantage of their differences and 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 use them to to not only their own personal uh, benefit but also society's benefit and so just finally what would you want canadians to to know or to think about if they've never really stopped to think about lgbtq history at all what would you want what kinds of questions would you want them asking or what kinds of things would you want um uh, I guess just the ordinary person who's interested in sort of filling out their knowledge of our history, what would you want them to be thinking about or looking at? I think I would like them to realize that history is, is many faceted, that it composes many individuals, many backgrounds, many differences of opinion, and many um, uh, differences in gender and sexual orientation and so on, and just to realize that, that all of those differences bring... Um, tremendous amount of rich history and, and rich value to, to life and, um, and they should be appreciated and encouraged and supported uh, differences and in, in, in all aspects should be encouraged and, and tolerated and respected and, um, and, and, and appreciated for the richness that it brings to our society. I encourage people to, to actually visit the website, to actually read the books and, 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 and learn about uh, this history.